and three, two, one. And this is the podcast that not only packs a punch, but brings you the latest in health and fitness news and views on comic books, movies, and more. And as always, I am darker than the darkest chocolate, Elijah Bailey. (laughs) 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 And with me is the man who has not even one fuck left, Mr. Richard Taffel. How's everyone doing? How's everyone doing today? Did you like that? Uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always like surprising you with the intros because... Lately, in the past five episodes, you really have been doing a good job at surprising (laughs) me. So what were the other episodes? Just shit? No, they were just expected. Oh yeah, I was just like, oh okay. You know, you know how demoralizing that is for a podcaster that's thirty episodes in, only the last five. <laughs> I just gotta keep it real with you, man. I think as a co-host, my job is to keep it real. Exactly. With you. If I, I was keeping it real that. with you, then you'd be messing up, and it'll cause me to do more work. Yes, I probably would have quit a long time ago if you did <laughs> that, that episode that you left in, so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah, dude, I wanted to quit. I was like. I said, so like, why am I so... speak? Why am I saying these words so many times? Exactly. And I got sick of editing that stuff out. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let him listen to it. <laughs> oh, thank you. And he's never said it again. No, I said it one time, and that was like episode nine, or it was early on. Uh-huh. And I said it one time after that, and I was like, nope, I hate that. I hate people to say so on and so forth. Now I punch, I punch teachers when they give lectures and they say so on and so forth. But <laughs> um, we have a special guest with us in the studio today, a man that can help you get off your ass and get into shape and also tell you all the good shit to eat. And this is actually our first guest since we moved into the studio. And it's our 30th episode, so. Yes, look at that. Perfectly it's lined like, up. Uh, it's like a, a, like a, like the stars lining up or something. It, it was my brain. Or maybe the planets lining up. Let's do that. Planets? Lining up. What, what are the names of the planets again? Is Pluto still a planet? No. I thought they made it a no. planet again. No. no. You know what? No. I just, I just went to the Omniplex this past weekend. Oh, you did? And he said no. By yourself? No, me, DeAndre, and Caden. That's an important part of that, because if you go to the Omniplex by yourself, I'm going to have to call the cops. I would go to the Omniplex <laughs> by myself. I enjoy the Omniplex. <laughs> I was sad that the that the uh, the airplane area got smaller. Would they? Would they it? took it out, like, almost all of it. That sucks. But they made a new part where it's more hands-on stuff in there. Um it's kind of like a tinker area, but the part that messed me up—I know that you didn't have this on your show—but no, 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 it's fine. this is my surprise. Um, at the very beginning, you walk into the museum, they have this uh, glass bookshelf that has, you know, some old museum type stuff in there. Okay, I'm trying to <sighs> dude, they had a lot of stuff that they had it. They had a lot of stuff in there from the nineties. Nice, and it kind of messed me up. You feel it old? It kind of messed you? me up. I saw like a payphone in there. Yeah, I saw my actual old cell phone in there. Wow! Yes, I was like, "Are you serious? Like, really?" Yeah, yeah, that's the I kids saw, nowadays. I saw dude. a couple of uh, I saw shoots and ladders in there. Mm. It's still my favorite. I game. saw uh, Lincoln Logs. <laughs> no, that's that's crazy. Yeah, everybody you, can enjoy you. Lincoln Logs. Thank you. I saw Lincoln Logs. I does Caden play with Lincoln Logs? He does not. That's your problem right there. They knew that you hadn't been making your son play with them. They don't. And put them in the glass. What yeah, else they have? Now they got like, oh, I can't remember, dude. They just I, The cell phones part tripped me out. The pay phone threw me off, but then the what cell phones our, tripped me out. What about rotary phones? Yeah, they, of course they had him in there. Um, dude. But, yeah, they had like like the cell phones we had in high school, maybe the even the other cell phones, like the little, this little sidekick, I think they, what it was, that was in there. They had Cisco with his blonde head. They had, they had a little thong, 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 thong song playing in there probably. It was weird. Dude. It was weird. But, you know, the Omniplex is a cool place. It's good, though. It means you're getting older. Yes. You're almost 30. Not as close as you. 
and I'm, I accepted that a long time ago. Good job. <laughs> but uh, we have a very special show. I don't want to take up any of our guests' time, so we'll uh, have a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Are you looking for the home of your dreams? Then look no further. Two Doors Realty has just what you need. Two Doors Realty is a full-service estate brokerage providing the highest quality of service for home buyers and sellers. Their agents are professional, honest, and responsive. They take great care and utilize the latest technology to create outstanding listings and to maximize exposure for those listings. They do business in accordance with the Federal Fair House Law. A highly educated and competent staff, immeasurable integrity accompanied by quality service will lead you through the only two doors you'll ever need to walk through the doors of two door realty and the door to the home of your dreams you can find them at two doors realty.com or contact them at 405-418-6407 make sure to let them know that you heard about them from the elijah bailey show so the show gets a little bit of a kickback physical strength is no substitute for perception for perception is the key which unlocks the intangible power of the spirit you perceive nothing You probably heard him uh, giggling in the background, <laughs> but our special guest today is Taylor Davis. How's it going there, sir? It's going great, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, excited. <laughs> he, we talked for an hour yeah. before the show, and hopefully we have good content <laughs> still for the show. I hope we didn't waste it all. Yeah, in the room. Exactly. And, I, and I apologize about having you guys wait. I was having yeah. some computer issues. No, it's, it's fine. Yeah, Richard had a couple computer issues, but we, we when we came in the door, we immediately knew to bow because Deborah and Roxy were in here recording. <laughs> Roxy by design. They're, and she's still in the room. The queen is here. Yes. So so we didn't mind because I hadn't seen Deborah or Roxy in a while. So And I had a, I'm, I'm going to have you guys on a show, just you two, and we're going to – you guys are going to ask about my story. I'm tired of hearing about Richard's story. <laughs> uh, so are basically you going to be on the Roxy by design show one day? No, I want them on my show. Oh, okay. Yeah. You agree. Because no, no, just because yeah, yeah, sure. I think their show is very special and, and people need to hear it and I think our audience doesn't get to hear enough of their message. So I like I don't want to disturb their aura that they have for their show. So I'd rather That's have the same them. way how I felt when um, when you when went Deborah couldn't be on the show and they were like, Richard, wouldn't you just be on the show? I was yeah, like, like mm. uh, I'm supposed to be just a special guest. No, no, you're <laughs> fine, you're fine. But yeah, definitely check them out, Roxy by Design Show. What do you do? Uh, at, at Blackest Studios. There we go. You can find their show on blackeststudios.com, and you can also check out on, on Facebook and Instagram at Roxy by Design or on Twitter, A underscore Roxy. Oh, that's sexy. Thank you. Now, back to our special guest for today's show, Taylor Davis. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about you because it's, it's kind of, you're shrouded in mystery right now. People don't know why you're here. And, and I like to always provide guests with uh, quality. You know, have something to offer. I'm not the expert at everything, even though when you look at my pitch, you might think I am. Like, I'm the perfect mold of a man that knows everything and just... See, That's what I thought, here. for sure. When I, I first met you, I thought you were that guy. So, so let me ask you this, Taylor, before you go in completely <laughs> detail who you are. Do you have, like, a phone booth that, like, by your house that you just run into and, like... Because I look like Clark Kent, is that what you're saying? Like yeah, I get that all the time. Look like and he just goes and I'm okay with that. Ah, I'm Superman. Yeah. Dude, Taylor, Taylor... I'm Nutrition Man. It's a yep. nutrition man. See, now, now Fitness man, nutrition go. man. There we go. Whatever you so want, you man. gave away the... You didn't even let him give away his secrets. That's Sorry. okay. It's a perfect intro, man. Sorry. That's perfect. Right? Okay, so um, my name's Taylor Davis. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a personal trainer. Um, I've been doing that for about two and a half years. Um, went to school at Oklahoma State in Stillwater. 
Um, it's where I was born and raised, actually. Mm. So I'm a, I'm a poke. I bleed orange. There so sorry for all you OU fans out there or whatever. <laughs> Not I. Um, but, uh, Not I, Captain. <laughs> so I studied uh, nutritional sciences um, and exercise science while I was there. For um, took me about five and a half years, so a little bit yeah. longer than your average hey, you know, four-year degree. But I finished. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah it's not so, where you start or how long. It's how you finish. Right. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really passionate about um, uh, changing your life. And not bullshitting you. Right, and not bullshitting you and giving you real information and teaching you how to live a sustainable life through fitness and nutrition. Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of people make it harder than it has to be. So I'm here to... To, to make it simple yeah nice and that's nice. the reason i gravitated towards taylor because i think i heard him say something like this is bullshit and i said that's a guy i can talk to yeah that's right <laughs> so yeah, I don't I, have to. <laughs> a large percentage of things are, are mostly bullshit in the fitness industry so wow really yeah, yeah. so does this like irk you like when you're like on instagram or social media and you're just scrolling and you see and someone that's just trying to you could tell they are trying to just get people to buy whatever they have right yeah i mean it, and it drives me kind of crazy man because um as fitness professionals, um, we are responsible to give people the best possible information that we can, yeah. um, not to deceit them or just get dollars from them. Yeah, this is my living, and I and I need to make some money to survive. But yeah. um, I want to be honest with people, and I and and when I see stuff like that, the first thing I think is, man, how could they, you know, morally and ethically sell this to somebody? But at the same time, as it, I look at the consumer and I say, how can they blindly follow yeah. this particular exercise modality or nutrition plan or whatever without doing their own research? Mm. Yeah. So, um, and that's kind of part of my my whole program. We were talking about earlier in the other room about how there's so many aspects to a fitness program. So people talk about you know the exercise. That's the biggest one that most people talk about. Um, but part of the program is mobility and flexibility. Um, part of the program is nutrition. Part of the program is doing um, weight training, cardiovascular exercise, work capacity exercise, maybe even self-defense or martial arts training. Yeah. Something along those lines, that is a full program. Exercise and then eating like crap, not a full program. So yeah. I don't know. I just Everybody in the – like if you're a trainer, and not all trainers, but some trainers and their clients are just full of excuses. Right. Well, I don't, I don't have enough time to do this because I have so many clients. Well, if you have this many clients and you're not taking the time for this one, what is the quality of work that you're putting into your other clients as well? And you're, you're, those people are buying into you because they believe in you. Because in society, and we talked about this before, we're, kindly, we're kind of being um, bred to blindly follow. Whoever's in front of us or who has the most likes or whoever's got the best vine. And so that leads into other aspects of our lives. And so... Like Taylor was saying, it's our responsibility to make sure that we're providing the best quality that we can right. with the amount of research and education and knowledge that we have. I know there's books in the trainer area, and I've taken like TRX and going online and taking all these other books to read up to make sure that the program I'm prescribing someone will work for them or it's something that I believe in that I can actually speak on with confidence say, nah, you want to do this? Well, that's what the book says. Right. It's not all about the book. How's your body respond to this? How do you respond to what we do, what's your lifestyle, it's my job to get you there. So, you got anything? Richard, you sitting over there just, like, taken back, man. Now I'm just listening. I'm just getting educated. Well, here's I'm going to drop some knowledge on you. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. I'm how, ready. I'll try. How, how you been eating, Richard? You been Me? I had some Cheetos today. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, they they were you, flaming hot chili. Cheetos. Those Cheetos. are good for you. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. Did you get the Quest chips? You know how the Quest tastes, right? <sighs> I haven't, and What I found out is that if you mix... Frosted flakes with those, 
it's not that bad. What are we mm. mixing Frosted Flakes with? What, Quest chips? Like They're like uh, protein chips. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, All yeah right. they're um, horrible. Well, they got a good first barbecue taste. And then it's cardboard on the back end, man. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, cardboard yeah. that just disintegrates in your mouth, and you're just like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're yep. like, let's just go ahead and dust this off into <laughs> a, like a, a cup of water. That's yeah. your protein chip. Right? You, put, right, right. Like, you put like maybe like a cup of uh, Frosted Flakes in there. It's like more cardboard, but the sugar from the frosted flakes counteracts it, the, it counteracts pretty darn good. Right. Yeah, that's pretty damn smart, dude. Thank you. So well, okay. I was really hungry. Connoisseur. That's awesome. Mm, I if, try. If you listeners, you know what? We're we'll have a giveaway if you try that. What, what Richard a, says and a take quest? yeah, a quest with the uh, the the frosted what, flakes. Frosted flakes. Send us a picture on Elijah Bailey Show. That's S H O on Twitter or Instagram, and I put you into the the weekly giveaway drawing. Nice. I don't know what you 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 might get some free sessions with Taylor because he likes to give back to the community. Yeah, and then oh, I'll really? tell you I'll tell you uh, better ways to <laughs> to eat your food other than missing, mixing Quest chips and Frosted Flakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you some advice on that. <laughs> so we kind of went into your background as far as your education. Did you um, when you were younger? Did you play sports? And what kind of led you to um, health and fitness and nutrition and and that route? Right on. Okay, so. Um, I've been playing sports all my life. I mean, we, I was playing competitive traveling t-ball. So, wow. I mean, it was it was pretty intense from a very be- a very young age. We were playing um, competitive sports. So, um, you know, I played baseball <laughs> and, and started playing. Uh, wait, go, wait, ahead. Wait go ahead. I was about to say, I specifically moved to this location because I wasn't by a train. Yeah, and I heard a train, and that was Deborah's phone. So that means she owes awesome. everybody a beer in the room well she is cool I, I guess she she did um pay for the roxy to buy uh some wine okay so does that okay. count that count because <laughs> well, people are going to be listening like is that a train are they outside are they recording outside <laughs> again <laughs> so. it's on sunday but it's still um, oh, i'll look at it well do you have an iphone <laughs> yes she does fuck you apple <laughs> that's so weird cause i was like seriously i'm like there's no way a train it's out here. Can be going by. I picked this location specifically because of no train for no train because the house had a train and they used to drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so you were at baseball now? Oh yeah, so I, I grew up. You know that was the first sport I ever played was baseball, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and and I found a love for football. So I started playing tackle football when I was eight years old. What position? Um, so I was kind of a chunky kid. Yeah. Uh, my dad and my brother made fun of me constantly for being a little a little big dude. I wore husky <laughs> jeans, you know. So. Uh, <laughs> But uh, and, and there she goes again. thanks, Deborah. <laughs> oh, Deborah. So uh, I, don't, I lost track. Football, the Huskies, uh, <laughs> the Husky jeans. Yeah, oh yeah, I wore Husky thing. jeans. Yeah. Um, what, what are we talking about? Uh, just, just, you're, just, you're, just you're distracting, yeah, Deborah. Thank you. <laughs> your humble beginnings in, in ac- academics and sports. Okay, so yeah, so I just you know I slowly developed a love for for sports and athletics and competition and. Uh, you know, played all the way up through high school, dabbled in some basketball here and there. Um, by the time I was a sophomore or junior, I was just playing football. So, um, oh, yeah, I was a Husky kid. I played on the yeah. line. I was a D lineman and an O lineman. What, uh, tackle? Uh, I was a guard. I was a weak side tackle. Yeah, there we and go. And then I was um, a defensive end. Okay, I like that. Like so, that. and then That's when right. I got to high school football, I was a tight end mm-hmm. and a fullback. So, okay. Um, nice. Yeah, and, and I had leaned out by high school, but I just I guess I had that like that power, you know, that power, that determination, that grit, you know, just like no quit kind of attitude. Yeah. Um, and I I feel like you know my parents instilled that in me, 
um, through sports and through all aspects of life. And my coaches saw that, and they're like, damn, dude, this dude can play. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter that he weighs 180 pounds. He can uh, go up against that 300-pounder and get around him and make a tackle or something so you, like that. Yeah, give so, me some more on that. Because I was, yeah, yeah. One, I was 169 playing uh, offense and defensive tackle for the freshman team. And then they recruited me for varsity. So I was up there, and the, I think the fattest guy we had was 325 pounds. And I was holding him there and getting his hands off me. So – it's raw strength, talent, yeah, absolutely. hard work, agility. Good-looking guys can play <laughs> the, the it's O-line. The, it's the last part that's most important. Yeah, yeah the, the good-looking good part. Yeah. Yep. So, Pretty um, million bucks. That part didn't get me far. Well, well I mean, it's a, you're, <laughs> you're lazy, though. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's a hard <laughs> thing to deal with, but you just embrace it. Yeah. So, like, when was it where you, like, because uh, you're more on the – your fitness – Right. But you have a passion for nutrition as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So So, when did that start taking place? So after high school, went to college, stayed in my hometown. Um, I I, I was never a partier in in high school. Like, I didn't really drink. I didn't really do anything, any drugs or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Got to college, and I went batshit crazy. Okay, Um, okay. I I partied really, really hard. I wasn't doing, like, hard drugs or anything, but I I was drinking all all the time, partying. Recreational. Eating eating shitty, like, you know, whatever. Right, exactly. Um, you know, sucking at Guitar Hero, you know, stuff like that, right? <laughs> so, living it, living your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't bad, um, and, and uh, for you, but maybe bad for your body. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, um, I my I noticed my body had started to change. Like I couldn't gain weight or lose weight to save my life all the way through high school. My coaches always wanted me to beef up, but you know, two semesters in, and I weighed from one eighty five from graduation to about two hundred and twenty pounds. Oh, yeah. so you I, was really kicking. It. I, I was. Yeah. I, I was, it was all belly, <laughs> no muscle. You know, I had been this athletic guy um, that didn't really have to. I could eat whatever I want. I didn't have to work hard for it. And then I just quit working out. I quit being active. I played some frisbee golf. I mean, that was yeah. that was about yeah. as. And, and I drank beer and smoked cigarettes while I did that too. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not like I was being athletic by yeah. any means. So. They smoke this whole pack. Right. One go. And that's pretty much it. Like, I would just rip <laughs> both sides off the pack of cigarettes and smoke it all at once. But, no, um, so really kind of, I'm going to get real sentimental here for a second. Um, Wait so, a second. Get your tissues ready, folks. It's not that sad. Okay. Pretty much um, after a few years of that, um, I had met who is my wife now, right? And we had started um, dating and getting kind of serious or whatever. And I realized that I had a purpose greater uh, greater than just partying all the time. I found this person that I loved and cared about, and I wanted to be around a long time to be with her. So mm-hmm. I woke up one day, and I was like, you know, I'm done with this shit. Like, I'm done abusing my body. I only get one. I only get one turn here on Earth. Like, yeah. let's yeah. fucking get it right. So nice. I uh, just, like, I cold turkey, quit drinking, quit smoking, started i actually did p90x that was the first Mm -hmm. workout i did Mm -hmm. um and it whooped my ass it sucked (laughs) really bad the hardest one of the week was yoga man it's terrible it's awful yes awful terrible unless you have a beer afterwards and it's good i never did that because i I started p90x and i i quit drinking everything like that but yeah it was god yeah man that's i smell money beer yoga that's what we'll do that's a thing you know, oh, if, uh, there's a couple places in town like the Blue Garden and the Patriarch and Edmond and all that stuff. They do uh, beer yoga on Saturday mornings, like 11 o'clock. You do Damn yoga it. and you get a free beer afterwards. Wow, what, it's what pretty about, awesome. What about get, little get, pitch right there for Patriarch. get some get some booty yoga. They got that one going. What all is the that? single men. So you, you do um, your yoga. <laughs> you get so, you do your yoga and then there's a woman waiting for you. And you get to sit down. Uh, brothels. That's what those are called. Oh, okay. They're there really famous in the Philippines. Oh, nice. Yes. yes. All right. Red Light District? 
All right. It's not even yeah. red light anymore. It's just like the sun. Yeah, the sun. <laughs> Under the sun. Oh, awesome. Fuck. Man, I'm trying to make some money here, dude. So I was doing the so for you because I saw you had a question. <laughs> okay, so uh, you, you, you found the love of your life. You started becoming more disciplined in your body. Uh, were you still in college at this time? Yep. So okay. I still had a, a few more years left in college. And actually, did you know what you were going to be? No. And so that's a that's a great thing to touch on. I was actually majoring in business, um, mm. finance, okay. and uh, I hated it, like every second of it. And the only reason I did that is because my dad was was a business was in business and owns his own business. My mom was in business, owns her own business. My mm-hmm. brother was in business and did finance. So I said, "Fuck it, I'll just do finance." Yeah. yeah. I did, had no real drive or passion in life. Like I didn't really know what I want to do. So I was like, "Whatever, I'll pick this." Yeah. And then when I changed my life and I realized, I was like, "You know what?" Like. I did this all on my own. I did it by myself, 100%. No supplements, no trainer, no coaches. I mean, it was just all my own thing. And I was like, it was, it was fucking hard. So I said, if I could be the person to help somebody through this, that's what I want to do. Nice. So that's yeah. why I picked nutrition and uh, exercise science and fitness as my career path. I mean, so that's what kind of get, that took you a little bit longer in college just because yep. you had yeah. did a major I was my, I, I was really hard to tell my parents that because I was um, a semester and a half from graduating, Ooh. and I said, um, I'm not happy with what I'm doing. But luckily, my parents 100% uh, supported. supported. And, that's some good and they're people. like, you know what? Do, do what makes you happy. Yeah, so nice. That's good. Awesome. So that's real good. But it's good to hear from a trainer's side why. Because you always think, well, this trainer's trying to sell me on something. They're trying to get me in the gym. So that way that they lost somebody or they're new or whatever. And it's good to hear what your aspirations are, are tra- like what you, what got you into training right. and why you do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one of the, one of the, the best things I've done for some of my clients is they just assume that I've always been fit. They assume mm-hmm. that, that I always knew how to eat, how to work out, how to lose weight or body fat or whatever it is. And I've showed them like, here's my before picture and here's my after picture. This is <laughs> yeah. what my life was like before. And this is what it's like now. And that can happen for you, too. As long as you are disciplined, smart about the way you yeah. do it, um, y- you can have a, a you know a successful fitness journey, too. So. Yeah. It's like, he, man, you look like Gaston. He's like, no one fucks like Gaston. No one. <laughs> and just goes off into this. He's walking around. His chest is out. I see Taylor all the time. And I'm just like, I want to be like that guy one day. Oh, thanks, man. I oh, appreciate any, that. Anytime. Yeah. I get the feels right now. But with that, we're going to come back and and talk about what nutrition is, why it's important after this commercial break. I'm Michael Eric Owen. And I'm DT of the One Mic, One Voice podcast. A show that is created to give space where your voice, ideas, and a form of opinions can be heard, appreciated, and debated. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, One Mic, One Voice podcast. Follow us on our Twitter, the number one, Mike underscore the number one voice. Or follow us on Instagram at One Mic, One Voice. You can also listen to us on Podbeam, Stetcher, and iTunes. And if you want to email us, email us at contact at onemikeonevoice.com. And if you just want to get all of our content, go to onemikeonevoice.com or blackinstudios.com. And we're back with Casey Kasham's Chap 9. Hi. That was me that time. I know. I saw it. Jesus Christ. It's just we're all getting used to the new studio. That's all. So, yeah. like, in, in, in the other studio, we had a it was a little bit more in a home. It was actually my home, one of my home rooms. Yeah. So I was about to say one of your homes. Yeah, one on in California, one in Florida. Oh, I'm sorry. It was uh, one of the rooms at the house. And um, so it was more comfortable. It was easier yeah. sitting and stuff like that. So now we all have a 
table that we're sitting around and you know we don't know what to do with our hands basically yeah i mean yeah, it's i was just slamming that's, them on that's the table that's actually why i made my mic stand so long mm-hmm. so you <laughs> get I away from just, it i can stay away from the table See, i'm gonna do that next time yeah. but uh, get, you know a little bit of leeway here i wear size 15 16 shoes so i mean that I, doesn't you, help you, at all you shouldn't have sat in that seat i shouldn't have yeah. you should well, have sat over there that's where the host normally sits at but hey you wanted to hey i quote you when you came in here don't tell me where to F and sit. So there you go. Well, that's, you decide to sit down there, and there you go. That is true. <laughs> because I don't want to conform to the rest of the... Yeah, and there's yeah. a reason why there's... Well, the reason I sat here is because Roxy was here. So. Hey, it's all cool. I'm not knocking you, man. No, I'm you just, are. Now I'm just letting you know the rules. Like, if you think I Richard made the rules is, for a reason. If you think Richard is knocking me... Because you got size 15 shoes, <laughs> and it's better <laughs> if you sat over there. Send me an email at ElijahBailey23 at Yahoo.com and tell me if Richard's knocking me or not. Please yeah. give me some validation. Let me win this argument. I want to send you an email and tell you to quit one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I think that's Roxy coming in with the uh, the liquor, with the liquor that her and Deborah owes us. So <laughs> uh, we're back. Um, and I had a couple questions. We had questions. This segment is called uh, "Questions from the Average Joe," and one of them is, you know, what is nutrition and why is it important, Taylor? I, I try not to get too complicated when I talk about things like this. Nutrition is. It's just what you put in your body on a daily basis that mm-hmm. f- that fuels you through your day, through your workout, um, and and nutrition plays a lot of factors in our body. So a lot of people will think, oh, I need to eat to lose weight, or I need to eat to lose body fat, right? So yeah. it's usually weight loss driven or body composition driven. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so much more to that. There's so many physiological processes that go on in the body that require proper nutrition. So um, a lot of people think carbs, fats, proteins, whatever. Uh, but there's also those micronutrients like vitamins and minerals that are very important um, for day-to-day um, functions of the body. So uh, it's, it's kind of all-encompassing and things like that. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to read off who sent these questions. One, because I forgot to write their name. <laughs> 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 but we have been getting a lot of questions. Lessons learned. Um, yeah. Um, what, <laughs> what are the common misconceptions with nutrition? Like, let's say uh, – I work out six days out of the week, so on that seventh day I can have my cheat day or I need to eat X amount of calories to, I don't know. I just, just basic miss because i got some crazy yeah. questions well, yeah, that I've never heard. Let's hit that one first, one? The, uh, the, the cheat, cheat day. day. Yeah. Okay. Is that more of a mental thing? Yeah, so let's talk about cheat day for a second. So uh, what I, I think cheat days are stupid pretty much um, because – if you think about it, if you say you're going to do everything right for six days, why are you going to fuck that yeah. up on the seventh day? Yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? So when I teach my clients to eat, um, again, I, I like to emphasize that I teach them to eat. I don't write them a nutrition plan. Um, I don't tell them what they eat. I teach them how to eat mindfully. Yeah. Um, so uh, flexible dieting is what it's called. The if it fits your macros. I don't know if anybody's heard of that. But pretty much what it is is you get a set numbers of protein, fat, carbs for every day. And if you hit those numbers, you'll hit your goal essentially, right? So, mm-hmm. um, And the way that works, that means that if at the end of the day, if you have um, enough carbs, fats, and proteins to have a bowl of ice cream, you can have a bowl of ice cream as Makes long sense. as it fits into those mm, numbers, yeah. right? So that way, every day you're not de- you're not deprived. You're like, oh, I can't have this, I can't have that. It's like I can have that. I can make that shit fit. Yeah. You know, if I if I want a donut, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that fit into my. I, I tell this I tell people all the time, my clients. So I actually uh, my last year of college. Um, it's kind of embarrassing. I trained for a bodybuilding show. I'm not really mm-hmm. into bodybuilding. I just thought it would be fun to do just to kind of get cool all, experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All areas of fitness are important to me. So I just wanted to experience it, right? Just because yeah. I've had a client like that or talked to somebody about it. And so um, 
I, I dieted for that show, and I lost 25 pounds in about nine months or so. I did it really, really slow, um, and, and I, I prepped a long time. Uh, I said nine months. Nine weeks. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That yeah. was. <laughs> I did it for like nine weeks. I probably <laughs> lost it um, uh, a little too fast, but anyways, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. But I ate Girl Scout cookies and Pop-Tarts every single day, <laughs> right? And these guys that, I, that were training for the show, too, and we go to posing practice or something to, you know, to show off our biceps or whatever, and they're like, yeah, man, like I, I miss carbs and all that stuff. It's like, I had fucking Girl Scout cookies today. Was like, <laughs> there a reason why you chose Girl Scout cookies? You just like cookies? Um, or you, like, you know, I, I mean, just wanted to like, support the Girl Scouts. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. down with you. Now, when, me I'm a sucker for some. Girl Scout cookies. Wait, yeah, I, this is the bad deal about Girl Scouts. They only make 25 cents every box they sell. That's it? Yeah. So the rest of that money is going back to the head, wow. head scout master. And Man, then they they're keeping 375 of that box. Dude. The yeah. box that's worth about 25 cents? Oh, yeah. Wow, they're not even good cookies, man. So Sorry, all those girls. girls all those girls are out I, there I like slaving the on the corner. Ones. That's sad. Okay. That's 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 the worst form of prostitution, right there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty that's bad. Some, that's some pimping. Uh, and the, but we all feed into it, so keep it coming. That's right. <laughs> keep the cookies coming. The Samoans. They got some skills, man. They're just like, you want to buy some Girl Scout cookies, and then they just like stare. Your <laughs> yeah, down. they stare you down, and they hold the silence. They yeah. wait until you speak. Or excuse me, sir. I'm like, no, I'm I'm not a sir. You're looking for a gentleman. That's not me. Right. <laughs> well, and sometimes I feel like they're just judging the shit out of you if you don't buy Girl Scout cookies. You they terrify me. They're oh, scared. Yeah. So I just, like, submit. As soon as I see them, like, here's my money. Take it, please. <laughs> Give me four boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Does it matter? I don't even care. Just whatever. Whatever yeah. you guys have. Right. Exactly. So you, you was doing the bodybuilding contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why, why was it kind of embarrassing? You say, Oh, I, I say embarrassing. I just, I'm, I'm not a bodybuilder. If anybody knows me, I'm, I don't have a bodybuilding shape. I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm six foot tall. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm pretty you, lean. You look pretty. You look, you look good. Oh, thanks. No problem. That's very flattering. Damn, there's there's sparkle in your eye. Damn. Man, sparkles in my eye when I, when I, when I, when I shook his hand outside. I was oh, like, okay. man, this, this handshake is, this is firm. Wow. Wow. Everybody I bring up here from the gym, Who's Cody. Handshake? My handshake? Yeah. yeah. I was like, wow. And then he gave it to me again. I was like, man. Yeah. That's consistency. Shit. <laughs> Good handshake's important, man. Thank it you, is. sir. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to strengthen mine now. I right. felt like mine was kind of, it wasn't soft, was it? No, it was good. Okay. I mean, it wasn't limp or anything. It was okay, good. Okay, cool, cool. Nice, cool. hard, and firm. Just that's, like I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I need. That's yeah. what I need. Because I think Cody did gave me the same thing. I was like, whoa, hey, Cody. Yeah. Man. Well, Cody Wilburn, he's got a great handshake too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. So, well, enough about Cody. He already had Sorry. his episode. We're on table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. The bodybuilding. So um, yeah, he did the bodybuilding. Yeah. So I did that. Uh, not embarrassing is the wrong word. It's just I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm, I just did it for fun, and so um, I didn't look that great. I didn't even compete. I just I just did the prep for the experience. Okay. To experience. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. like, if someone looked at me and I told them I did a bodybuilding show, they'd be like, uh, yeah, I don't bullshit, know about that. Right. So yeah, I don't know. I, embarrassing was the wrong word, but just kind of strange for me oh, okay okay not yeah. not not your normal yeah yeah exactly okay so what when it comes to the nutrition though like you were saying how important what elijah do you have another question that you want to pop up because no. I, I already hit the cheat day one no 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 i'm just gonna say what other misconceptions do you hear when people come in and say oh well this one we talked about i don't want to get crazy with my with my dieting or my nutrition oh yeah you want me to tell that story yeah go ahead just, it's real quick it doesn't take yeah. long okay so uh, i have a client and um, she's been training me for a Almost two years now. She's lost. She lost. Ended up losing 120 pounds. Wow. Um, she came to me. Um, she's she's five four, weighed almost 300 pounds when she started with me, and uh, she had lost weight before with another trainer, and and she uh, she gained all the weight back because she did it the wrong way. She did it very very fast, 
she gained it all back and then she came to me she wanted to do it the right way right so you know it took about a year and a half or so and she actually yeah. um something i'm super ha- super happy about um and, and happy for her is that she mm-hmm. um finally got um her the, the extra skin that comes with rap with weight loss like that yeah. um she oh, got yeah. that removed and she looks great she feels so great let me ask you, how did and she she's get awesome. that removed was it through surgery surgery okay, yeah yeah, yeah is that the only way to get that stuff removed yeah no. okay. unless you okay. fill it back up which you don't want to do that no. okay yeah. i've always that, that's been a question of mine for the for longest for right right, right. Like, no nope. like, surgery okay, so you got the you got the the extra yeah Okay, so surgery is the only way you can't, Typically, you can't yeah. tighten that up. No yeah. cocoa butter. Or you add, add muscle <laughs> no, to no. it, like on the arms or something. You could, it, 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 but, but you can only other, buff up so much. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So right, keep going. Anyway, so so she lost a lot of weight, and, and she was a rock star. She trained with me five days a week. She um, uh, she changed her diet up, and she did all this stuff, right? So And then I had one of her friends that I trained. She didn't lose a pound. And she trained with me twice a week. Was so she just as... Um, no, she wasn't as big. Okay. Right? So she didn't have as much to lose. So it's a little more difficult at that point. Um, but she wasn't losing weight. And she uh, would complain to me. She's like, I'm not losing weight. And I said, well, how's your diet? Well, I don't want to get crazy about my diet like like your other client did or whatever. Like my friend did. And I said, mm. what do you mean crazy? Like she, she, she didn't change... She still ate the same foods that she did. She just ate m- ate mindfully. She yeah. she control- controlled her portions. She stopped drinking as much as she did. Um, and again, she worked out with me five days a week, and the other one worked out with me two days a week. Didn't do anything else on her own. Didn't eat right. And she's like, I don't want to get crazy. It was like, it's it's what you I, all, all I had her thing. do was track her food. There's an app on your phone called My Fitness Pal. You track mm-hmm. your food, and I didn't even tell her. I was like, you don't even need to hit specific numbers yet. Just track it yeah. so you know what you're putting in your body. So you can see, oh, crap, like I ate, you know, 9,000 grams of carbs today or whatever it is. So you yeah. say the app is called My, uh, Fitness, My Fitness Pal. Pal. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's very common. It. It's free. I mean, it, for what it is, it's if, for the, the price for free, it's pretty good. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it's just little examples like that. It's like we were talking about we have 168 hours in the week, yeah. right? If I see you two hours of those, what are you doing the hundred the hundred and sixty six hours? Yeah. You know what I mean. So, uh, I just it, yeah. it's hard for me to to be sympathetic when yeah. people <laughs> are like, "Why am I not losing weight?" It's like, well, let's see what you're doing with the, with the rest of your week, and then yeah, we'll talk. Shit, you that's know what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Let me ask you. So, when you ever have a client like that, how do you have to? I know you have to probably change the way you're approaching them if they're especially if they're like. Well, I'm not losing as much weight as she is, but mm-hmm. I can see she's putting in 110%. I'm only putting in 25%. But, of course, since I'm human, I don't see that. I see I'm putting in my 110% right. like she is. So how do you even combat that? Or, Well, I mean, Blunt, I, I, yeah, exactly. So I never sugarcoat anything. Um, mm-hmm. And especially now, uh, especially when I fir- meet clients for the very first time, I've laid out for them um, very clearly that, th- like I talked about a little bit earlier, the fitness part, the two hours a week with me is part of the program, the three days a week or whatever it is that we decide upon uh, on your own as part of the program, the nutrition is part of the program. And I tell them, I said, if you're not going to follow every aspect, you're not going to get the results that you want. So I'm just very, I'm very honest. Um, and, and I can only try for so long. And this sounds really, really bad, but I can't care more than you do. Yeah, yeah, if that makes true. sense. No, okay, that, yeah. so I give them all the tools. Again, I'm an educator. I look at myself as an educator, not a trainer, um, and I'll give you all the tools that you need, um, and and it's your decision to use those tools or not. So that's kind of how I approach it, and I tell people that too. I mean, I don't, I don't bullshit it. So nice, nice. Yeah. That's real nice. Yeah. 
No, because yeah. it's almost just like in life in general, and that's how I am. I prefer someone who's going to be blunt. Right, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. when I go to a doctor's office, you know, I prefer yeah. a blunt doctor. You kind of got cancer. You can't, it's like, yeah, are, I don't want that. I want are you like, pregnant? Hey, uh, you might need to change some things. Uh, doctor, am I present? <laughs> pregnant? Kind of. Is it yes or no? Am I pregnant or not? Well, <laughs> it's kind of like, <laughs> no. well, when, when you turn your body this way, you, you might looked. be pregnant. Yeah. The way you opened your legs. The other night, that's a safe. That's, <laughs> might have caused a, you to be pregnant. That's a safe. That's a yeah. safe position. This is the safe zone. Now, if your ass is up here, that's the danger zone. That's one hundred percent certainty you're getting pregnant. So. That's right. But um, one of the things that I thought about um, just a second ago is people typically see the trainers and, like you commented before, you show them the before and after picture. Say, what are you eating? What are you doing? The way that I eat and the way I train is not for everybody. Again, it has to be specific. And we talked about this, which I thought was interesting. What kind of foods do you typically like to eat? Because I know you lay out this plan for people saying if you do this, and it's just as easy as you said, tracking what you eat to see what you're doing. Uh, what things do you like to put in your body? Or what kind of foods, textured foods? So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a normal human being. I mean, I love burgers and fries and beer. Mm. Like, that's my go-to meal right there. So um, – I, I eat that stuff. A lot of people are, are really surprised. They say, well, what do you eat? Because you're in good shape and you're a trainer. And Bob's like, it's like, I eat like shit, to be honest with you. <laughs> like Trainers have really awful diets because we're always on the floor and training people and we eat when we can or whatever. Um, but I always put it this way. It's like I eat mindfully. I, I like the 80-20 rule. It's a pretty common rule that yep. they throw around in nutrition, right? 80% of the time, you're doing what you're supposed to. You're eating you know, your, your vegetables and your fruits. You're getting food from all food groups. It doesn't have to be super specific. I mean, it's not like you have to have exactly three and a half servings of vegetables. Like, fuck that. Like, who cares? Like, just eat some eat some green stuff and eat some meat and, mm-hmm. and call it a day, right? But mm-hmm. um, So 80% of the time, I'm making good decisions. I'm trying to put things that are, that are going to benefit me not only macronutrient-wise like carbs, fat, protein but micronutrient wise so i eat lots of fruits and vegetables and i'm lucky that i like that kind of food um so it's almost sort of like uh for the the i guess people like us in the room uh well i'm not on y'all's level <laughs> so Question. it's kind of like here's my card too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously um so if, if, if i have like a a vision or a goal i'm trying to hit whether it's trying to lose weight or to bulk up weight that's when you kind of buckle that's when you give someone a more harsher diet right and so uh, this is this is what i like to tell people and i tell people this up front always right the more specific your goal is the more specific your plan has to be i have some people that say hey you know what my doctor said i should probably start exercising i'm in pretty good shape i'm not overweight i'm just i just want to be generally healthy so i say okay eat fruits and vegetables some protein and i give them i give them numbers i mean to shoot for but it's not a huge it's not like because they don't care like they don't most of them are saying, like, I don't need to lose weight or I don't care what my body composition yeah. is as long as it's healthy. Yeah. And so – Do you have th- a lot of those clients? Um, a few. I mean, I have I have some people that um, that come to me that are kind of like that, that just say, hey, I'm, I don't really even like working out. I'm just here because I know it's good for me. Mm-hmm. So I give them general uh, general tools, a general diet, um, or, or a general education on how to eat. Um, but if someone comes to me and says, I want to be – nine percent body fat and i want my arms to be this big or whatever then we have to then i have to look at it and say okay well if you you're pretty much telling me you want to be above average so we're gonna have to do some above average shit to get you there right so um yeah that's kind of how i approach that it's nice it's i I, the more specific your goal is the more specific your plan is yeah and again it caters to the individual's uh will or effort so uh, let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back. I have a fun little segment uh, to wrap this up, and then we're going to start talking about some writing that Taylor does.
This show is also sponsored by Vector Roofing. Do you hear that? The sound of hail. More importantly, the sound of money leaving your pocket. But that can be prevented with Vector Roofing. We provide free estimates and cover your deductible, giving you a roof for the stormy season. We work closely with your insurance company and walk you through each step of the way. Give us a call at 405-259-6463. That's 405-259-6463. Also, like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Vector Roofing. But we're back. So uh, I know you have something that you need to get off your chest because you have that look, that James Franco look. In your I'm eyes. so glad you said it. <laughs> have you guys seen, uh, what's that movie called? Um, the Quentin Tarantino movie. Um, with Brad Pitt, Pitt and oh. then, uh, War Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious mm-hmm. Bastards. Yeah. I have been like, that's I, I like that movie. Yeah, that's a great I movie. I have been yelling out for the past three weeks. It's a bingo. <laughs> <laughs> you did that last episode. I yes. did. Yes, you did. Yes, I like it. But then I'm glad that Stone mentioned that uh, Stone was calling me James Franco on the last uh, <sighs> Gamerson episode. So it's catching. Well, I mean, the, when the gamers like, look stand, at Franco over there. When the gamers stand hears something of quality, they have to steal it. And they're stealing yeah. shit from my show. Yeah, just like they're yeah. stealing you. So <laughs> we're <up>? back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and did you have? Uh, you said listeners had a couple more questions, right? Yeah, we're gonna try to hit these before we get to the writing. Um, but this was a question: What is the true protein intake an active adult needs? Like, and it says, is it like actually a fat adult? <laughs> or an average, an average adult. Yeah, and it, and it said they said uh, like how many grams per pound? Is it a gram per pound or? Okay, so I'll tell you what a textbook says. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight. Okay, so you take your body weight divided by 2.2, and then uh, that's your protein intake, yeah. right? That is for an average adult who does not work out, Sedentary. who does not exercise. He just sits at a desk or. Whatever he may be a little bit active on the weekends or something with his kids or mm-hmm. why, or woman or whatever it doesn't matter. Um, but uh, again, it goes back to if you want to be above average, you're going to have to do some above average shit. So, mm-hmm. um, and a, and a, a, a PhD in nutrition that I follow, his name's Dr. Lane Norton, um, and he kind of talks about how and he says that almost that exact phrasing is is if you want to be better than average, you're going to have to intake stuff that's not average right yeah. so um typically someone who comes to me and they're like i want to be you know super huge and really strong and like big muscles and all this stuff it's going to be a little bit more than that i'm going to go with that pound per or, or a gram per pound of body weight okay. so that's going to end up being kind of double essentially double what yeah. you take in as a normal person so i weigh 207 pounds i take in about 200 grams of protein a day okay um and that's what i shoot for i do i always hit it no but i try to get as close as possible so mm-hmm. and and that's one thing I like to hit on too, real quick. Sorry. Um, so the, I got talked about tracking your food, and I yeah. used to do that for a long time. Um, but I don't have a super specific body composition goal, and so I, I'm comfortable where I am. So I don't track my food anymore. But I do think that it's important. But I've been doing it for a long time, and so I kind of so know can, what I'm putting in my body. Yeah. So I eat when I'm hungry. Um, I don't mm-hmm. eat when I'm not hungry, and that's pretty much how I I do my my so meal plan. When you hit that on that note, real quick. Uh, so when you do eat. Do you eat when, until you're stuffed? You know, I try not to, um, but uh, uh, I mean, I, I eat a pretty big a pretty big breakfast. I mean, every morning I'm having like five eggs, four sausage links, a couple pieces of toast, 
some fruit. I mean, I'm, I'm down in it. Um, so I get most of my calories in the morning and most of my calories in the evening. I don't eat a lot during the day. You know, a lot of people, oh, because oh, you're you got to eat like moving. six small meals a day. And it's like, that's bullshit. Like who has time for that? Like who Very has true. time? Like I'm going to be eating that shit on the treadmill. Like I don't, I don't know <laughs> what I'm supposed to do. So, yeah. and, and that, that whole thing has been debunked. It doesn't really do anything for us. Um, no. It's not detrimental, but it doesn't, it doesn't boost your metabolism or whatever they say it does. Um, but yeah, so I, I, Sometimes I'll eat till I'm full just because I eat two really large meals of the day. But I don't. Yeah. I try not to stuff myself if I can avoid it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I had one more before because you have a question, don't you? Yeah, I have some other questions. All right. Uh, this last one was. Teacher. How do I? <laughs> how do I know if I'm gluten intolerant? How do I know? Um, if I'm you're gonna shit your brains out. <laughs> um, so. Just Glu- that simple, huh? Yeah, it pretty yeah. much. Celiac disease is is pretty much the inability to um, process, process. Uh, protein. In, in wheat and barley called gluten, right? Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of you'll hear the the you know gluten and or gluten free stuff is like really popular in stores and all oh. this stuff and blah blah blah. It's it's a marketing scheme. Uh, mean, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, one percent of the entire world's population has celiac disease. One percent. So uh, and they've kind of taken that whole thing and ran and ran with and it, ran with it and yeah. people will pay you know five dollars extra for some pasta that doesn't have gluten in it. Um, but yeah, you'll, you'll know, you'll, you'll be very uncomfortable. You have uh, abdominal cramps, diarrhea. Some people will throw up. Um, so it's like, kind of like being lactose intolerant. Yeah. yeah essentially. Sort of. I, I like to say I'm partially lactose intolerant because I like cereal and ice cream, but when I have to take a shit, it's like a CG, a, a cripple goose factor, like 12. <laughs> I remember you talking about yeah, that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm terrible. Dude, the dogs, like sometimes I have the puppies out and I'm like, dude, they just look at me like, daddy, why? <laughs> <laughs> why did you just destroy the toilet in there? Because that's the next time I was going to I was going to drink out of that. Oh, no, 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 we don't do any of that shit. I was, I was going to say, maybe I'm gluten intolerant. I was like, nah, it's a little bit of lactose intolerant. Yeah, I think that's how. That's why I drink like a silk milk. Um, that doesn't mm-hmm. mess with me too much. Uh, if I feel like I'm constipated, I just eat, eat go to Browns, give me a shake. Right. <laughs> exactly. That. Real quick. Turn, <laughs> Daddy, so why are your legs up? Like, Daddy, why are your legs up by your head? Like, like uh, boy, don't worry about it. <laughs> right go to your room. Either go to your room or give me some toilet tissue. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your shirt at, Caden? That's awesome. Uh, and that was that was the last question that we had from from a uh, a listener. So whatever question you have, go ahead. You're good. Well, let me ask you a couple questions, if you don't mind. Uh, so, especially when it comes to nutrients versus like supplements uh because i know there's a when you start getting into the the world of trying to get in shape and everything like that you get thrown and bombarded with buy this supplement take Take this protein powder take this creatine take this uh pre-workout uh post-workout take this workout mid-workout take this when you're not even working out but you just need to take something right uh here's some crack just to do it exactly (laughs) Um, so, so, like, what's – I mean, like, you, you say you're more natural, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm not a big supplement person. Um, and I'll be honest with you, when I first started, uh, I didn't use a single supplement. Um, I lost my first 30 pounds uh, with no supplements whatsoever. I just changed the way I eat, and I exercised it six was days love. a week. Right? Love in the heart. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So um, I used – I didn't even really know what they were. Like, I'd, I'd never drank a protein shake in my life or whatever. And so uh, – yeah, so I did it that way. And then I started getting more into, like, the weightlifting and all that stuff. And I saw all these guys taking supplements. And, of course, I was like, oh, man, they're jacked. Like, it must be this pink powder yeah. that they're drinking. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I got on the supplement train. Like, I bought the, the you know, 
the the branch chain amino acids and the and the pre workout and the post workout yeah. and the intra workout just like you were talking about I had all that shit like I was a fucking tool bag like it was <laughs> terrible um, like pharmacy right exactly mm-hmm. um, yeah. so I was into that um, but then I realized that it's not necessary um, if you're eating a well balanced diet so mm. um, I so just I w- say like none of it's necessary I wouldn't say that so this is kind of how I look at it so if you look at the name of supplement they're supplements so it's a supplementation to your your, your diet okay. right so if you are eating um, from all food groups and you're eating enough during the day you're typically not going to need a multivitamin or anything like that because you're getting all the nutrients from your fruits and vegetables your grains your meats sense. things like that right um uh, my client that I talked about, the 120, the person who lost 120 pounds, she actually became a vegan. Um, and a lot of people become vegan and they don't do it right. But we did it right. I made sure they see protein, getting all our macronutrients. Because I was about to say, a lot of vegans skip out on the protein, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and they miss out on a lot of other micronutrients like vitamins and minerals because they're not eating the meat that they would get that from. So like B12 or uh, B vitamins, essentially. Okay. So um, that's something that we had to take a close look at. And she is she does actually take... Um, several supplements like an iron supplement, a B uh, B vitamin complex supplement, right. because she's missing out on those from not eating animal products. Makes sense. So she does supplement with those. So that's where it's beneficial. That's if you're not getting it from your diet, then we talk about supplementation, mm-hmm. um, essentially. So in supplementation, as far as so far, what you sound like is just vitamins stuff like that. Typically, not like the creatine. Right. Or- so and and it's one thing is is creatine's not bad. Um, uh, it's it's not like it's gonna it's actually one of the only um, uh, you know, supplements, if you, want to, if you want to say, that has been researched and proven to give some kind of beneficial effect. Okay. Um, and and other, su- other supplements, um, there's like kind of some evidence, but it's not conclusive, kind of like So it's still kind of placebo effect. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So um, the only, only supplement I take is a whey protein shake. It's just a pure grass-fed whey protein shake not that i think that being grass-fed matters but it's yeah. it, it tastes <laughs> good it tastes good fed. yeah it, it tastes good to me i enjoy it grasslands um, of kansas yeah exactly <laughs> some people Bermuda. are really when people are really freak out about that stuff like they they feel like, it's like i need my cows to like have their own bedroom and like all this yeah. stuff and it's like no like nice you, you didn't have any other uh, i don't think i have anything else for as far as the nutrition versus supplementation, that's all I tell them is if you're not getting something, you might need a supplement. Don't just skip all that stuff and say, you know, my back hurts. Give me some pills. Exactly. Exactly. So now we'll wait on Richard. No, I know. I knew what you were doing. <laughs> and I was sweating my shit out. <laughs> well, I have so much product in my hair right now that it'll stay like this for days if I don't fuck with it. I see mine. Maybe two days. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I had to. I cut the AC on. I'm sorry. Because cool. I mean, I, I felt the little the driplets, little beads. Yeah, the beads. It looked like your neck was getting glossy, Mr. Bailey. No, but it's I, glossy. Yeah, it looked kind of glossy, and I didn't like it. Look like someone <laughs> just threw some butter. See, that's what I like. Lather like him up. Sweat dripping down my chest. Isn't that what MC Hammer used to say? I think that's I good. Have no idea. Okay, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so okay, so you don't. The only thing you take is the the, the protein way. Pretty much, yeah. and that's just uh, you. Just I, I'm assuming you just measure just that. That's to know you get that precise amount of protein. Right. I do one. If I do one, it's one a day, and usually it's in, in the evening. Um, honestly, I use it as kind of like 
Um, I'm hungry. But yeah, well, it's more of like a I, I need something sweet and delicious, so I make kind of like a fruit smoothie slash okay. milkshake kind of thing with nice. my protein powder. It's just a, a vanilla protein powder. I put some heavy cream in there, some strawberries, some almond milk, and it's fucking. Hey, it's that's, that's kind of what yeah, I was doing when it's I was uh, when I was uh, working yeah. out with you. I used to have like I threw a banana in there. Uh, some uh, non-Greek fact, you know, uh, yogurt, strawberry yeah. yogurt, and my protein powder was peanut butter. Oh, right on. So I mix it. It tastes like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Hell That's yeah, fine, yeah. Cool. I like that. All right, we got a, a new segment on the show. Jot that down because uh, you jot like, that down. Are you gonna make a song for this too? I like it. Keep going. That's just a sample. 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 Got it. I know that I asked you what things you're interested in. You like to write. Yeah. Every now and then. So, yeah. so what do you typically write? So I'm not like a you know a fantastic writer by any means, but I really enjoy more of it is. Um, uh, I kind of told you this. My brain works way faster than my mouth, so mm-hmm. if, if I usually just try to shut up and write it down with a pen, with pencil <laughs> and paper. Um, so I there's just these thoughts that I have. Like sometimes I have to give myself a, a pep talk um, about life or about my workout or whatever, and so I just I write things down. I, I like to write things that are motivational. Um, and sometimes I'll share them with people. Sometimes I won't. Sometimes they're just for me. And sometimes I'm, I'm like, okay, people could probably relate to this. So, um, it, it, a lot, it stemmed from when I decided to make this lifestyle change, when I decided to, to be a better me, essentially, Mm. uh, I, uh, you like that? Preach, right? Yeah. So when I decided to be a better me, uh, I, uh, I just, I just had all these thoughts and ideas of, of, of where I should be and how I should mm-hmm. get there and what it takes to get there. Um, and a lot of that started with, I wanted, I knew I wanted to be successful no matter what I did. It doesn't really matter. Um, so I, uh, I wrote a lot of, of things about success and what it takes to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so success is not a straight line. That's what I originally thought. I thought, okay, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get out of school. I'm going to get a job and I'm going to be successful. I'm going to have yeah. shit figured out. And then life well, slapped you and was like, Exactly. I am 27 and I don't have a fucking thing figured out. Okay. So, um, so I just wrote a lot about that. Like, yeah, you're going to stumble, you're going to fall, you're going to get fucked up by life, but you just got to pick yourself back up and you got to do it again. So Mm. I wrote a lot of stuff about Mm. that and, uh, I'm preaching all over the place. I'm I'm, I'm getting the goosebumps. Jot that down. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go around the room and give some advice to our our audience, what things they should jot down. I wasn't ready for this. I know. Is this a, I see, I got this from Jeremy. How he likes to spring stuff on people. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so what do you have uh, that's motivational that you want to have people jot down? <laughs> kind of what? Uh, don't piggyback, dude. No, do it. Okay, no, okay. Got, let me jump, jump on his back. That's exactly what I was about to say up there. Something I got a like, big, strong back. <laughs> so You look like you got a big, strong back. <laughs> so uh, something that my sister wrote on one of the episodes. It's not even that, yours? No, okay. we kind of wrote that the day he, she came to uh, the Black Box oh, yeah, episode, yeah, yeah. Yeah. which is the unfortunate episode will never be released because of technical <laughs> difficulties. But anyways, um, she wrote a quote down saying, the road to success is always under construction. Ooh, and nice. kind of like what Taylor was saying was the fact that some people think the road to success is just a straight line. By far, it is not. God, it's not. But honestly, if it was, it would be so boring. You wouldn't learn shit. You wouldn't learn exactly. anything. And just from me being in a place now where I should have an office studio, my journey is only, only very, very, I mean, simple the beginning. 
And it's like I'm I'm already past. A lot of people ask me, so how's it feel now? How's it feel? You got your own studio, blah blah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, it felt good Tuesday morning when I came in here, and other people were coming to work too. And I walked up the stairs with my suitcase and unlocked my door and sat down. And I got my desk in there, blah blah. But I was like, but the next morning I didn't feel nothing at all. Like yeah. I, I I I got need, more shit to do. I got more shit to do. I bask in it. Oh well, yes, Who I pat myself on the back. I'm ready to keep moving forward. Your story's never over. It's never over. And that goes back to the road to success. I don't think that road to success will never, ever end. Because then you'll look up, even when you're old and you have kids, you'll look up like, well, I got. I want to make sure my, my kids now are successful. Or they understand the 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 hard the hard work and everything. Yeah. Then when they have kids, you'll be like, well, man, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grandpappy now. Yeah. yeah, my son don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, <laughs> let me make sure my grandkids know what they're doing. Yeah, I mean that's just it's, just, it's an ongoing life. So uh, for anybody out there that if you have a passion or something in life has pushed you or moved you into doing something that you that you just feel deep down inside that that's right, follow mm-hmm. that. You're gonna get through a lot. It's a lot of bullshit is gonna happen mm-hmm. coming your way. You embrace that bullshit. You learn from it. You move on. Right yep. on. So everybody, jot that down. Jot it down. I like this. I know. Is it my turn? Find this at? Dude, this is all me. I know it is. Sid, was it like the left side of the brain? This the was back? this was CGF. This is straight 20. from the balls, man. Oh, exactly. Shit. He brought it from the gut. I did. Oh my yep. god. I felt a twinge. Oh my god. And then god. a burning on my asshole. And I said, you know what? While I'm in here, let's write this down. Oh my god. <laughs> jot it down. Yeah. Jot ready. it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jot yeah, it yeah. down. Yeah. Okay, so so my I love how you're plugging it. Yeah, see, sorry. Uh, Not are. even my show. My bad. No, you're doing a good job. <laughs> You'll get your own show because you see how Taylor's over here with the mic and he's moving. Oh and, yeah, he's getting yeah. it down. He's you could have down. your own podcast. I could. Do, I like to. T- I, I like being the center of attention. So see, no, I'm just kidding. No, it seems t- like you do. I mean, which is no, fine. I, I enjoy good. talking because I feel like I have a message to convey to people. Exactly. exactly. So and that's what podcasting is, yeah, and that's exactly. why. See, quality shit here, folks. That's what I bring. Get an air one. Boom. Yep. Get a real one later. Thank you. Mine was uh, your body hears everything your mind says. We try to blame everything on everybody else. Say, well, they told me I was this. They told me I was that. But before you even try stuff, people typically say, I can't do that. Say, why don't you try that? No, I can't do that. Mm, and then God. your body responds to that. It's like it's like your own. You, you make your own kryptonite. Like, I can't do that. And you get weak. Like, no. Like, no, come on over here and try. And, and that's one of the deals that we try to do. Um, because, I mean, I don't have to sit here and, and tell you what we're doing today. You just need to do it. You, you've invalued, um, you know, my expertise, my quality, so just trust me. When Within that trust, you find trust in yourself. I say, you know what, we're going to do this, and half the time when people first start like, okay, I, I'll go ahead and try it, or they just go ahead and do it. And then after that, like, no, I want to try this. I want to try that. And it just opens up their mind. So your body hears what your mind says. If you're willing to do it, you can overcome. And it just ties into to what you guys were saying. If you're passionate about something, try it. If it's on your mind and it keeps coming back, it's probably some shit you need to do. Yeah. Same thing as if you have something negative, like, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. I don't want to have this talk. I don't want to have this talk. That could be the end of the relationship. Or it could be something I have to actually deal with. Go ahead and deal with it. It'll make you stronger on the other side. Yeah, and then using that word I can't is just almost <sighs> like, like, it's like putting up like a wall in front yeah. of yourself, like, like, a, like a huge mental block. Mm-hmm. Like you have actually disabled a piece of your, your mind and your self-esteem from even able to even attempt this challenge now it, because you're telling yourself you can't. Yeah, it, it disjoints you from reality and where you are. People, and I relate this to fighting. I tell people, you need to know where you are in relation to the fight. 
I don't have to look around and see there's three judges here, or there's people here, there's a wall here. I know where the room, the room is always the same. The room that I train in is consistent. The environment doesn't change. My attitude and the amount of effort that I put out changes. So what I do, take a bird's eye view, and it's almost like that uh, Doctor Strange astro projection. You have okay. to see from above. Like, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can kick or punch from here. Well, your legs and arm with perception, depth perception, don't look that long, but they are. You have to believe when somebody tells you this technique is work, if you go forward, it'll work. So it's the same exact thing, same, same exact concept. You have to just do it. What, what is it Michael Jordan says? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. yep. So if, yep. you're, you're guaranteeing failure if you never even try. Yeah. Yep. So jot that down. Shut it down. You, you got an Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Go, go, go ahead. I, hey, go I like it. Bring us I home. like it, man. I got bring it. So, uh, kind of one little thing, like what, what you said about how um, you know it doesn't. The journey's never over. It's always ending. So when I was graduating college, um, I told my dad, "It's like I don't know what I or I don't know what I want to do when I was in college." And he said, "Taylor, I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up." Mm. And he's fifty-two years old at the time. Oh, so wow. mm -hmm. you know what I mean. And he's a successful businessman, owns his own thing or whatever. But it just has to show you, it's like it's never over. Anyways, okay. So another, my dad, awesome, um, the, awesome. The, the, the circumstances. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> um, it's not. It's not the circumstances that shape you as a man or a woman or a person, it's how you react to those circumstances. Mm. Okay. So yeah. it, it, you may, you may be given the shittiest deck in the name in history. Yeah. Right. Um, but you have the power to rearrange that deck and put it, you know, however you want. Mm. So you can't, you can't use, Oh, I'm, I'm poor. I can't afford college or I'm, I'm, you know, I don't have any legs. I can't do this or whatever. You know, you can't. Don't use that as an excuse. I've seen yeah. um, plenty of adaptive athletes um, come in and um, develop new ways of doing exercises um, that they couldn't do because they don't have legs or hands or arms or whatever it is. Right. So um, I think of I think of guys like you know our military veterans, men and women that come back that are um, uh, struggling with 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 life or whatever, mm -hmm. but then they find. Uh, you know, I'm not always going to relate it back to fitness, but then they have fitness as, a, as an outlet and yeah. they become adaptive. They don't use their, you know, their new disability or whatever as an excuse. Mm -hmm. um, and it just goes, to, it's the same thing for somebody who grows up poor and says, well, I can't, you know, go to college because I don't, well, you don't need to go to college to be successful either. Exactly. Very so um, find other ways, uh, learn a skill. Like that's very, very important to me. Like I, I tell people all the time, it's like, if you don't want to go to college, don't go to college, but learn a skill, be valuable to somebody. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff you can get there. So again, yeah, just react to your circumstances. Uh, don't let those shape you. So jot, jot it jot down. down. Jot that jot shit that down. down. And that, that's. Oh what? No, 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 go. Okay. I was just gonna say that kind of relates to book of the month for the Bailey book book club of the month. Um, I didn't say this last episode. This is episode thirty, but it is uh, what got you here won't get you there. It's always a continual process of progression and evolution. It's by Marshall Goldsmith. Go out, get this book. Um, it says how successful people become even more successful. Uh, like Taylor said, you have to have a skill. Everybody has a natural worth and a natural value they have to tap into. You have something that nobody else can do or something that you can do better than somebody else that had this concept. If there's a concept out there, that's just proven um, that it's successful. You can make it even more successful but you have to believe in yourself and, and go even further. So that's the book of the month. What got you here won't get you there by Marshall Goldsmith. So uh, what were you going to say, Mr. Taplin? Oh, you forgot. I knew that's why I wanted you to go. Cause you I always know. forget, dude. <laughs> I know it's something that, uh, Oh, that's right. Uh, oh, geez. Lay it on me, Richard. 
I'm trying. I think yeah, penis growth. Uh, I already said <laughs> that like three times in my head. Um, <laughs> Should have said it out loud. <laughs> okay, it's, it's just like okay. There's just um, most people may know him. His name is da- uh, Damian Dash. Mm-hmm. He used to own parts of Rockefeller or Rockefeller with Jay Z. And uh, he did an interview over the Breakfast Club not too long ago, mm-hmm. and it was yep. funny because, and I felt like they just could not. The the host of the Breakfast Club, I can't remember, DJ Emmy, I think it was. He wouldn't. He couldn't understand exactly what Damien was trying to purvey, exactly. so he got offended by it. Because uh, Damien was like, you know, you should always try to be, your, you know, you should have to be someone else's boss. Yeah, oh, you I need to be this. your own boss. Yeah, point blank. You know, you want your son to grow up. You don't want your son looking at you like, oh, my daddy's, a, you know, working for someone. Yeah. yeah, basically, yeah. that's what he was saying. He's like, going to be a boss. So and he's like, well, I got a job and I can do this. And, you know, I have to work for everybody has to work for somebody. Boom, right there. So yeah. DJ was like, so, I mean, well, people aren't given that opportunity. Damien's like, no, no, F that. Everybody's given that opportunity. Everybody is. Yeah. It's all about what you make it. Yeah. Like you said, you could be poor. You come back disabled. I've seen it on Facebook. I'm pretty sure you've seen it in life where you have people with – super disabilities and they're still pushing and pushing and pushing exactly like an over yeah. uh, over average mindset and that's right. what you got to do yeah, yeah. it's it, it pissed and we talked about this before martial arts it pissed me off when i have kids that are um autistic or some kind of physical disability and um they say that uh why i, I want to be normal like why do you want to be normal normal people don't want to do this shit you want to be above normal then the kids that have everything and are spoiled don't ever want to do shit pampered little kids that we have now well I'm tired everybody can give 120% effort that kid that doesn't have any legs fucking doing katas which you need legs to hit stances with and you're over here bitching because you're tired and you're hot they want to be just like you and they should they're they're performing better than you that should motivate you to give some kind of effort don't put that shit on them don't put that shit on the weather do the best you can and that'll get you where you want to be. Don't complain to me like, well, you didn't test me. You're not you're not putting any effort. Why should I let you test? Your test depends on how hard you work day in and day out. I'm not coming to the test and say, well, I did everything perfect today. I, I don't teach you the test. I teach you for six months. If you're not ready in six months, you wait another six months. If you're not ready in a year, you wait another six months until you're ready to learn. Because martial arts is all lethal movements. Nothing's nice about it. It's about survival. It's about being a killer. And then learning how to cherish life, even though you're in a world that's surrounded by, you know, this punch breaks this, this kick does this, this is how you snap somebody's neck. You have to put an effort and be accountable for your actions. So, hmm. jot that down too. Jot that down. Jot it down. All right. So let's. Uh, do you have anything else? I feel for good. jot that down. I f- no, I feel good, man. <laughs> All I right, felt man. like I just got like a, <laughs> like you guys just like deposited so much knowledge into my bank okay so yeah we're we had the contest the venture brothers versus the quest family last week and i told everybody email i got like on facebook twitter and my email i had like at least 30 within the first 24 hours wow and uh so who won uh so the winner is let me find him let's make this kind of kind of quick his name oh uh michael buzzard he replied from the venture brothers uh group on facebook and wrote me that I, I, we don't have enough time to read it, but ba- basically he explained why Team Venture would win. Because, one, if Block, Brock just doesn't kill everybody and you want to be nice, you know, everybody says, you know, Brock could, you know, negate race. Mm-hmm. Brock kills race, you know. Yeah. 
and he goes through this whole deal. But Team Venture wins. I agree with him. Brock could kill everybody by himself, even if Brock sat out. I think Hank and Dean, Hank going versus Johnny would be a back and forth. I don't think Johnny could kill Dean, or Dean could uh, kill, fuck, what's his name? Indian Haji. guy, Haji. Haji could kill uh, Dean. But I agree with him that Team Venture wins. Um, I'm going to post his stuff. And the prize that he won, I'm going to see if he has all the vent- the seasons of the Venture Bros. If not, then the show is going to provide him um, season five, which is the last season. Nice. Or if there's a season that he doesn't have, we'll buy that for him. If he has everything for Venture Brothers, we'll get the set of Johnny Quest show for him. <laughs> Congratulations, so, sir. Thank you, uh, thank you, Mike Buzzard. And everybody that replied in for this contest, unfortunately, Josh fucking Roberts couldn't do anything. He's being lazy again, and he's going to pro- probably try to bra- blame it on his new baby boy. Yeah. But he didn't provide us with the list, so there's only one giveaway for last week. Um, this w- this week, if you tried the Quest chips with the Frosted Flakes and send us a picture, it puts you into the drawing to win a gift, which is Taylor telling you some better shit to eat. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot better options than Quest chips and cornflakes. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah. Then, uh, then the Quest chip, uh, chips. But um, do you have uh, any uh, – do you want to tell people where to find you on social media? Or, or you don't really use so, social media. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit earlier. Uh, oh, you're a free soul. So No, no, <laughs> it's not that. I used to be really wrapped up in social media. I used to Instagram all the time and, like, you know, my workout video, like me doing lifts and I, I'm a really big beer guy. So there's a bunch of craft beer stuff. I mean, I'm a huge hipster. So, um, <laughs> like, so that was on there. Uh, I just got really wrapped up in it and I felt like I was obligated to post something every single day. And I, I started getting to the point where I was drinking a beer just so I could post a picture of it. I was working out just so I could get a good camera angle and yeah. my workout suffered. And, 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 you know, I was, you know, when I was hanging out with my wife and we were drinking a beer together or something, I was like, hold on, let me take a photo. And she was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah. can we just drink a beer and talk? So I quit Instagramming. I'm on Facebook. Um, it's just under Taylor Davis. Um, and you guys are more than welcome to come check me out. Uh, I, I share a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, uh, I'll post things every so often, every couple months or so. I'll, I'll write a big, if something strikes my my heart a little bit, I'll, I'll write about it, share it with you. Strikes is fancy. That's right, and, exactly. Yeah. Anytime that you, if you're going to comment on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, just hashtag jot that down. Jot that down. And we jot know what you're down. talking about. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Jot uh, that down. So, where can they find you, Mr. Uh, Richard Tablet? Uh, you can find all of this stuff at www.blackinstudios.com. First time messing up. Jeremy Evans. And then on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Blacken Studios. De- definitely feel free to email me, podcast at Blacken Studios. Right now, we are not currently taking any new shows, but uh, I'll open that back up in <laughs> August. Yes, and next show we have some announcements uh, that we'll do during the show. Uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to even mention them, but I'm kind of excited for them. We've been talking about I'm this for the too. last couple of weeks, but we'll mention that next uh, show, probably towards the end of the show. I might have three guests at the end just to come on and make these announcements with me. But you can find anything and everything you want to know about the Elijah Bailey Show on Twitter and Instagram at Elijah Bailey Show. That's without the W S H O. Then you go to the official Facebook page, Elijah Bailey Show. Make sure to email at ElijahBailey23 at Yahoo.com. And like Richard said, you can find everything, all the shows on Podbeam, Instagram, Twitter, or www.blackandstudios.com. Um, shout out to the OKC podcast community. Shout out to the Black and Studios podcast. Uh, you guys have been working really hard. I know with this show on the air, it's very hard to live up to expectations. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Uh, he's not I, talking about me. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't said anything uh, towards the group. You know, we've been posting. We have a uh, Facebook page that we go to. But you guys are doing a great job. I, I'm 
I'm admiring you guys. Some people coming close to episode 50, dude, almost to 100. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good feel. But uh, make sure to check those out. Anytime that you want to know about an Oklahoma City podcast, just message me on Facebook or Instagram. I'll let you know where you need to go for whatever you need. Other than that, this is the Elijah Bailey Show, and we're gone. Mm-hmm.